0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lupus Ontario podcast. I'm Brent Leonard. With the return to school upon us for so many in Ontario, throughout the month of September, we will be speaking with students to share what life with lupus is like as they strive to succeed in academics and with student life. If you are at all interested in understanding what student life can be like while confronting an illness, then you'll find our conversations absolutely fascinating. To get things started, I have an extra special guest today. Hunter Hogarth begins our series. Hunter is entering his third year at Queen's University studying biology. Hunter takes us through his journey of being diagnosed with lupus, how he manages the illness while being a student, and how his journey has motivated him in his studies and toward a future career path. So without any further ado, please enjoy the conversation with Hunter Hogarth. Hunter, if you could give us a bit of background about yourself and how you came to be diagnosed with lupus and your journey so far from a young age up to now, third year university, that would be fantastic.
1: Yeah. So uh, thank you again for having me. This is awesome. I'm glad to be a part of the new platform you guys are utilizing here. It's it's pretty amazing. So yeah, my name is Hunter. I am a third year student at Queen's University studying biology. From the time I was about nine, I've been dealing with lupus so I was diagnosed at Sick Kids Hospital after spending countless days weeks even a couple months there straight at that at that young age and they were kind of juggling between a couple of different diagnoses um, they had rheumatic fever lupus was always on the table but there was Many other things, a bunch of specialists all had a big meeting to try and figure it out. And uh, eventually I presented with the butterfly rash on my face and that's when they knew for sure it was lupus. But what brought me into the hospital, I had chorea, which is like an involuntary movement of my limbs. From there, I went to my local hospital where they had diagnosed it as mild seizures and said I would grow out of it my mom didn't really like how that sat so that night we drove down to Sick Kids, and that's where they said uh, you've got two clots in your brain and you have this thing called korea and we're going to admit you so that's started the journey of the three months staying at Sick Kids, kind of dealing with that
0: wow but
1: I was in about I was in fourth grade at the time um, so I missed the first three months of fourth grade and basically just every single test in the book when I was there but SickKids, honestly, it's such an amazing place that they were, they made me feel so comfortable. Like I was never really scared. They always had either dogs, clowns, all kinds of stuff, just roaming around, able to kind of help you. out. They had a channel that played movies all day. So it was, it was pretty awesome. Even though at one point I, uh, with the Korea, I wasn't even able to actually feed myself or walk, I had to go around in a wheelchair and then I had to be fed just because my arms and I couldn't move them like I wanted to. But once that diagnosis came, they started treating it and it's been good ever since. Um, other than about three years ago now, I got a, uh, a DVT in my left leg, so deep vein thrombosis, a pretty big blood clot. So now I'm on, I'm on blood thinners probably for the rest of my life because I'm also positive for uh, anti antibody syndrome which is just basically my blood will clot easier than than other people. So, now I'm on blood thinners every day, keeping that. It's it's pretty well under control. I get a few nosebleeds here and there, but that's about that's about it. So,
0: that's an incredible story and to go through such what must have been a heart-wrenching diagnosis at first, especially for your parents with Korea, and then to kind of come full circle to lupus, that's, that's an incredible journey to go on, especially at such a young age. And I can only imagine that sick kids, of all the places to go to, they have such a stellar reputation. And the impact that even you know dogs and clowns can make on a child when you're going through a hospitalization and a diagnosis, it, it can really mean a world of difference between having it as good an experience as you can have or one that is going to stick with you for life and, and fill you with dread and apprehension or all of that. So that's, that's a really interesting story.
1: Yeah. And even like the doctors, the nurses, um, the support staff there, like everyone is incredible at making the kids feel comfortable. Just from my own experience, seeing it around me as well, like all of these doctors have touched so many people and been able to help them for the better. Um, and not even just with their condition, but just their mental state while they're there, their outlook on life, everything. They keep them in such like a positive mindset while you're, exactly. while you're stuck in the hospital, right?
0: And it, it's so important even after diagnosis to keep that positivity and you can accomplish so much by taking a positive spin on it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I try to do every single day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so apart from uh, the issue with DVT, A few years ago, have flare-ups been a big part of lupus, the experience for you, or has it been rather, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, and luckily, uh, quieter on that front so far?
1: It's, majority of the time, it's pretty quiet. I'll obviously get the occasional joint pain, that kind of stuff, but that's pretty normal. Um, But other than that, like, I haven't had any serious complications since that blood clot, and then before that, it was since I was nine. So, okay it's been relatively quiet which is which is a good thing
0: definitely yeah i don't want to jinx it here now <laughs> yeah i will
1: knock on wood here
0: that's right <laughs> and when it comes to school and lupus and any of the experiences that you've had or even side effects with any of the medications that maybe at one point in time you were on did you have whether it be high school or in your first two years of university did you have any experiences where lupus or the side effects of it impacted you with your studies, whether it be concentration, reading, understanding, or, or anything of that nature that maybe could be relatable to any of our listeners?
1: So personally, I, I try to, to almost put lupus in the back of my mind while I'm at school, because I don't want it to, to stop me from you know, living a normal college life, like okay. all my friends get to do, like I'm going to be on the same level as them. Right. The big, the big thing that I notice is, is how tired I get. Okay. Um, so after like a full day of class, I mean, my, everyone else gets tired too. Like it's a lot of information to bring in when you're going into to three or four lectures a day and getting talked at information, just thrown at you. Exactly. But you know, when I get home, I am usually quite tired. So I mean that's the only big thing, and honestly, it's it's not like you can manage lupus and be a university student, no problem in my opinion. I haven't really had any issues with it. It's just occasionally you're gonna need to go and just kind of lay down for a bit. And what I've started doing is almost actually scheduling that time into my to my day. So if I have an early class, if I have an eight thirty lecture, um, I'll go to that lecture. And then usually I'll have a break around lunch, so I will stay on campus until I'm done every, every all of my lectures for the morning, and then I'll go right home and basically just kind of relax, lay down, maybe throw on a Netflix show or something like that for 30, 45 minutes just to kind of recharge the batteries. And then I'll get up, do some work, and then head back for the evening lectures is usually kind of how I, how I play it but I try also to get to the gym every day because I find that that helps me feel a lot better as well, making sure I'm moving and and keeping the joints all uh, lubed up there, as opposed to just sitting at a computer or in the library um, doing work. I try to get out and either go for a run, go lift weights at the gym, kind of just something to get myself moving.
0: Exactly. Just anything to not be sedentary can make a a huge impact as well. And I think it's, it's interesting too. So scheduling time to relax and unwind, that's a good thing in any regard at any stage in life. And you're right too, that it, it's not something having lupus, um, letting it define you, especially now we're, we're so young, we're in university and making sure that you're not known as, oh, okay, this is Hunter with lupus. You're known as, this is Hunter. He's, he's my friend, he's, he's a great person. And it's important right. to have that uh, not define you uh, and, and, and prevent you from doing these things. So when you're, when you're at the gym or doing sports, uh, aside from uh, being cognizant of maybe where your limits are and having that extra rest every, every so often, have you noticed any impact um, on, on sports or being active at all? Any any times where you're like, you know what, maybe I should just take a day off and, and kind of understanding when that need might be there?
1: Yeah. So I played hockey most of my childhood. Um, and then I kind of stopped playing around the end of high school. I kind of just kind of decided to move forward and focus on school. Um, that's when I was already going to the gym throughout high school but that's when I kind of started like only going to the gym and started running and all that kind of stuff but luckily I did quit hockey at that time because now that I'm on blood thinners I'm not allowed to do any contact sports right well that has impacted like that has stopped me from doing a few things like intramural hockey or intramural basketball with the school I typically kind of veer away from that but I mean, I don't know if I would have done it in the first place, even if I could. Um, I like to focus on school. I want to get good grades because I'm planning on doing more school afterwards. But in terms of like, like just going to the gym. So there is days where I'm, I just decide, you know what, I'm going to use this time just to kind of relax because I'm exhausted. And that's something that not everyone understands. Um, when you're there, Like even my friends, like they know I have lupus and they know that. But sometimes if I take a day off, um, one of my buddies is actually he's a power lifter. He's basically at the gym every day for like four hours. So we we kind of have it back and forth with each other. It's just like a fun thing to do. But he he gets it that some days I'll have to take a day off, but he still likes to just give it to me a little bit and call me a slacker for taking a day off, just for fun though. But yeah, I mean, majority of the time. It's, it's not an issue, but there is sometimes those days where you just kind of have to, you realize that, you know what, I need to take a day off for myself here.
0: Absolutely. And so in your university life so far, um, so you've got two years down going into your third. Has there been any service at the university, whether it be an academic success service or uh, medical campus, medical clinic on campus? any association or so on uh, that exists now that you were able to take part in or, or that you maybe sought some assistance with that was really helpful that perhaps other other students in a similar situation may not have thought of and, and can gain some benefit from?
1: Yeah, so so personally, I haven't really had to use much of the, um, the health services at Queen's, um, but I know a lot of people that have used the, we have like a psychologist, that any student is able to go to for free. So people struggling with uh, mental health issues and and anything like that, they can go over there for free and get a diagnosis, get help, whatever they need. I luckily haven't had had to do that myself. I haven't really dealt with too many mental health issues. And I think that stems from at such a young age being at SickKids and seeing so many other kids that really had it a lot worse than I did. And it, it actually totally changed the, my outlook on life. It's just my mindset's always someone's got it worse than me. So I'm going to try and be the best person I can today and, and, you know, do something that, you know, some people can't do. I feel obligated to, to get out there and, and live with this disease because there's a lot of people who, who can't do, you know, everyday things that, that I'm able to do with my chronic condition. So, but Queens University um, in particular has so many resources available, whether that be, um, we have like a walk-in clinic on campus. Like I mentioned, the, the psychologists and therapists that are always there. I think you can even book like an hour to just play with dogs, like service dogs, which is awesome. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And then uh, student success stuff, uh, all kinds of peer advisors if you need it. Like if you have questions, no issue with talking to an upper year student about, you know, what do I do um, or even an academic advisor, if you need it in terms of Queens university, the student services there are incredible.
0: Before we started recording this podcast, you actually said a couple of things that also were really fascinating and you've, you've alluded to it here just a moment ago where you've taken your experience with lupus so far, especially as a, as a kid in the hospital and used it to be a positive in your life and I was wondering if you could extrapolate on that just a little bit more whether or not uh, that has led you to want to do anything positive with your life in terms of campus life and helping others and where maybe that has helped kind of direct you with your your own career path moving forward after university
1: yeah so I'll start by uh, talking about a little bit of my experience there at sick kids so I was on the seventh floor at sick kids which is basically internal medicine so a bunch of people that are trying to figure out what's wrong with these kids because no one knows for sure what the diagnosis is for pretty much everyone on that floor so I like I've had code blues like doors down the hall from me where like a kid's heart stops they stop breathing and you watch you hear it come over the speakers and you watch doctors from and nurses from every single floor rush to this one room and like just being in the vicinity there and seeing that's what really like I think really hammered it in my head to change that mindset and that's why personally I think that I haven't had issues with mental health so far I have a ton of respect for everyone that deals with mental health issues because it is a real condition and it is very difficult to deal with I have I have very close friends that, that deal with it and and I see it on a daily basis the fight that they go through and I'm thankful that I've never had to deal with that but it is something that I respect the people that deal with it in so much. And I know that a lot of people who do have chronic conditions deal with it as well. Um, so now they've got these two conditions that they're battling, right? Maybe after you first get the diagnosis, Oh, I can't do what other people my age can do. I can't do this. Can't do that. But in reality, as long as you're taking care of yourself, you can do anything that you set your mind to, right? So, that's kind of how I look at it. Now, in terms of what that's led me to, I'm looking to potentially pursue uh, a medical degree after my undergrad here and hopefully come full circle and work back at Sick SickKids um, kind of on the other side of it. I think that would be pretty incredible to be able to give back to the hospital and provide that same experience to other kids that I was provided when I was there. I think that that would be kind of the most rewarding career that I can think of. So that's kind of where I'm leaning towards after my undergrad. And then in terms of right now, I'm looking actually to to start a lupus club at Queen's University uh, next year. So I'm working through all the minor details, writing up a constitution, getting all that kind of stuff set up, maybe a bank account. I'm not really sure yet. I got to talk to a few people. That's something that I want to do to kind of raise awareness for the illness, because it's not a very popular disease. Most people know someone that is affected or someone's friend is friend of a friend is affected, but they don't really know about the disease. So I want to kind of start this club up and be able to advocate for people with lupus so that people that don't have lupus or don't have anyone in their life that has lupus kind of understand the the condition and maybe work towards helping raise money for a cure or just raise money for research, whatever but I think the main goal of the club will be just to kind of raise awareness for it, teach people what exactly it is, the side effects, what happens, what university students face with it, and just kind of how people with lupus live their day-to-day lives.
0: It's fascinating too how everything can come full circle. So you can, the more, Advocacy and awareness that gets drawn to lupus, the more research that might get done, the more money that might flow into it, and the better odds potentially of different treatments or ideally a cure down the road being developed, the, the greater the odds that that happens uh, come into play. And just your own story, how you went from sick kids and your diagnosis through to university now and taking biology and then potentially pursuing med school wanting to go back to sick kids and give back. That's a, an incredible story. And I really hope that it, it comes true for you and, and you can kind of give that back to the hospital. I'm, I'm, I know you'd be a great asset just from the passion that you have in speaking about the hospital, you'd be a tremendous asset. There's one final question. And that is to try to give some tips or advice to people listening, whether they be students or someone who has potentially battled with lupus for decades. Would you have any key tips? What's your, what's your one piece of advice that if, if somebody came to you and said, hey, I have lupus, I may or may not be going to school, but regardless, what's the one thing that you've done in your life or perhaps somebody has told you uh, uh, some advice that really rang true to you uh, that you would pass on to the, that person?
1: For me, I've already mentioned it. What always goes through my mind is just somebody's got it worse than you. So get out there and, and own the day and just make the most of it. Like do what you can. Like you're going to have, you're going to be limited a little bit. Um, but as long as you're taking care of yourself, you can do anything that anyone else around you can. Um, and don't let lupus stop you from that. Don't be scared to pursue another degree. Maybe you've already finished an undergrad and you want to go again. Do it. Maybe you're finishing high school. You're scared to go into university because you don't know what's what it's going to hold. Just do it just jump into it and go for it. And I promise you, you'll figure it out. It's not something that will hold you back. There will be limitations, but you can get over them. No problem at all.
0: That's a fantastically positive note to end it on. So Hunter, thank you very much for your time and for your insights and sharing your story with us. It's a fascinating story and it's, it's something that I think everyone will benefit from.
1: Thank you so much again for having me. I really enjoyed talking with you. Hopefully, I can reach some people out there. And and if anyone does have questions, I think Lupus Ontario does have my contact information. So if anyone's looking for a little bit of insight from a university student, if you guys are okay with it, they can shoot you an email and and hand off my contact information. I would love to chat with you guys.
0: Okay. Thank you so much. Have a good one. I truly hope you found this conversation to be encouraging and insightful. Stay tuned for future conversations about student life through the month of September. Also, as we move into the month of October, be sure to check out our upcoming series on lupus research and really understanding lupus from a medical perspective. Thank you for listening. We love hearing your comments and suggestions. Please write to us at podcast at lupusontario dot org.